I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewest.substack.com. Okay, so <laughs> this is not a full-fledged Mishlash year, but I had an epiphany. Uh, and I wanted to like just talk it out, and Zev also had an epiphany, mm-hmm. so we'll see if it's the same epiphany. Okay. So um, the there's been a lot of talk recently about IFS, internal family systems, which is a uh, what do you call it? A theory, a method of psychotherapy, uh, which I don't know that much about. I've only like um, heard uh, the uh, Tim Ferriss interview. That's basically like <laughs> the main <laughs> the main thing uh, interview with the founder of it or the discoverer of it, whatever you call it, which is. My understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, because you've read about more about this than I have, is that that um, there the theory is basically that there are within a person's psyche um, parts, okay, uh, which are analogized to like people, basically, like like you know, for lack of a better term, they probably have official terms for this, but like the child. That, you know, like, like, let's say like you, let's say you had some sort of childhood trauma. So like that split off in a certain sense, uh, that part of your psyche split off and, and is still active in the sense that it, it it's there and can affect you. Mm-hmm. And that the idea is the idea um, to find some sort of balance or communication or integrity, maybe is a better word. Um, yeah. It's like to like sort of like allow the parts to like unburden yeah their, like right like, exactly yeah so um so anyway so uh, if you want more about that then you, you could you know read look into it so the thing the epiphany i had was um so yesterday in the shadal shear then he mentioned that there's two parts of a person uh, there's two uh, components of a person. There's uh, the the thinking part and then the feeling part. You know, the inner feeling, and that. Um, and he was saying you can't like you know, you can't override either of them. You know, and that, that you know. And I mentioned you need to speak to the emotional part in the language that it understands. And so I was actually referencing Sadigon, okay, uh, which is a, a fundamental part of his his idea in Mishlei. So I just want to read this one paragraph in Sadigon's Hokdama. So he says, uh, "V'od." See it there on the uh, yeah. Shehahamon. So the the masses. Since the knowledge of the senses, meaning sensory perceptions and sensory knowledge, is cl- is closer to them and easier for them than intellectual knowledge, because you're born with the senses, with the sensory ve- you know uh, vehicles or whatever. Therefore, therefore it is necessary to make metaphors for them, and this is the key line. To equate for them, to equate in their eyes, the obligations of the intellect to the obligations of the senses. Okay? And then he gives examples. Bir Hadavar, the explanation of the matter. Shahush, that the senses, kasher roa eish, when they see fire, borea hachaymi mena, umipachado penyi saref. So any creature when it sees fire is going to flee from it, out of fear it's going to get burned. V'kach, so too, im shama kol mafkid, if it hears a frightening sound, yivrach mimena ba'oventivi, it'll uh, flee from it in an instinctual way. Mipnei shadvarim halalu muchashim behem, because these things are sensed. 
like with the senses. We see bazo, and for this reason, kasher roha sechel davar hamaabed. When the intellect sees something destructive, oshomea davar hamazik, or it hears about something that's harmful, vigila es zed leteva, and it, the intellect reveals this to the senses. Sorry, to the uh, to the instincts. And sees that the instincts do not rely on the intellect and don't accept it, right? So you're, you're, you, it sees an emotional resistance. So the intellect will speak with the instincts in the manner that they understand, okay? And I'll say to, him, to it, to the instincts, Sin lev, pay attention. This thing that I'm telling you about, um, it's like that fire, which I see you fleeing from, okay? Just like deep water that is uh, that you instinctually guard yourself against. This is the purpose of mashalim, or the, the use of mashalim. To bring close to the instincts the definitiveness of the intellect. And to say that to it, that this thing that the intellect perceives is similar to what you perceive in the senses. That's why we call it Sefer Mishle, because it has things in this category. It compares theft, whose evil is evident to the intellect, to murder, whose evil is evident to the instincts. Kaamru kain orcho. Okay, and he quotes a pasuk. Uh, almost done with this. Umam shel asaznus she amad hasechal al hashchisus sheba, and it compares. I think this is like actual. I don't think this is like like licentiousness. I think it's like prostitution, right? Like going to a prostitute. It compares that, uh, which is the, the the harm is obvious to the intellect. It compares it lenefila lelabor shu avadan galoy lechush to falling into a pit, which is evident to the uh, to the the senses. Um, and it compares someone who can't control his emotions, which is evident to the intellect, to uh, an un- a, a city that has no walls that could easily be breached. Okay, so that's like the side you principle, right? So you're talking to the, you're talking, <laughs> so there's two things. You're talking, you talk to the masses in a language that they can understand, but then within each person, what you're doing is you're talking to the, uh, to the psyche or to the instincts in, and to the senses in a language that they can understand. Cool. So, uh, you want to say your epiphany first or you want me to say mine? Um, mine's totally different. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> All right, we got two epiphanies. So, my epiphany was like this. When we did a puzzle yesterday about the, um, the, uh, an embarrassing son. Okay. And we thought embarrassing son was a type of fool because in other psukim it is, but then we found out that this was just, uh, any son really, right? Uh-huh. So here's the epiphany. What if you could use all the psukim in Mishle about parents and children as a way of conducting IFS? It is related to what <laughs> <laughs> Meaning that within each person, even if you yourself are no longer a son, there are still, you know, remnants or, or vestiges or, or parts or aspects of you that are that that son who is afraid or that son who's under the, uh, the, uh, the control of his father or whatever. And there's also inner voices like the voice of your... You know your 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 father and other stuff like that. Again, I don't know IFS to know in terms of how to, that would look in particular, but it is a new uh, direction because we I think we've assumed that all of the parent child things are either for a literal parent and a child or for someone who is uh, in a parental position, mm-hmm. like a like a rebbe or like something like that. But what this would mean is that within your own self, 
then the same dynamics play out cool. in the different parts of your psyche. Right. Yeah. So yeah. what was the angle you had? Okay, so mine was slightly different. It wasn't in terms of learning Michelet, but yeah. in terms of like at, like living Michelet. I think. Yeah. Um, so I was, I guess I was thinking like, if like, I guess if you like, well, okay. Assuming that it is a beneficial way to look at your psyche as yeah. like, a system of different people. Yeah. And like the goal is to like have them wherever working together and yeah not, and like each part being benefited yeah I guess. so then by by like doing sadaka to like the external system uh-huh. you're actually reinforcing this way way of thinking and that will actually be oh i see what you're saying so meaning as an individual so so you're putting the emphasis on the systemic yeah. Outlook, yeah. and and Sadaka being caring for the system or caring for parts insofar as the system is concerned, right. and that'll make you more. Uh, yeah, that's in line with the idea that we did for Sadaka Tato Mimaves, I think, mm. or similar to it is that real Sadaka Midoraisa is taking care of the needs of that particular, but then the higher level of Sadaka, like as a Tzadik, like that's the act of Sadaka, but then as a Tzadik is you're providing for the needs in reference to the whole. You know, and that that's tatsumi mavis in the sense that if you do that externally, it will also change to the way you treat yourself and your own money. Uh-huh. And this is then taking it one level inwardly yeah. to the internal systems, right? right. The internal family systems. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Good. So that that was, that was the uh, that was the epiphany. We'll see where it goes, but I'm going to stop the recording now. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah content fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbischneeweiss at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading, and thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.